This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall. Free kick. Williams will take the right side the right sided free kick. It's about halfway inside the, the Everton halves. Everyone's gone forward. Everton have got everyone back. It's floated into the mix. Ball bounces down. Welcome, welcome, welcome dear listeners, welcome to a damp, grey Swansea City FC, Liberty Stadium, South Wales, um, stadium set in a kind of a valley, the, uh, the skies above the floodless stadium are uh, a sheet grey, going to get dark fairly soon, been pouring down the rain all morning as we drove down to the, uh, the Principality, as you can hear, I'm sat in the middle of the, uh, the moon travelling support, I, I read the other day, four to five hundred Lions fans have made the journey down, just awaiting the entrance of the two teams this afternoon, rather a defensive Lions uh, line-up with the return of Alex Pierce in defence and Tom Bradshaw sitting on the bench to start, John Daddy will be up front, I'll give you the full readout when the, the teams are on the pitch and I can um, pick them off one by one, dear listeners. It's a somewhat out-of-town stadium. Swansea's uh, town centre is um, a couple of miles away from where we are here at what's uh, called Morph Park. Two teams coming out, as you can hear. Swansea in uh, traditional all-white. The Lions today in their yellow and black shorts. Pleasant enough stadium, probably archetypal out-of-town stadium. Nothing around here really of any great note. Nice chip shop called Rossi's opposite on the other side of the road. It's doing good trade as I walk past. Otherwise, nothing particularly noteworthy about the Liberty Stadium. I did do some prep for today's fixture, dear listeners. Unfortunately, I left it on my other device, so I'm working pretty much um, commando style this afternoon here in South Wales. But I can't tell you much about Swansea City, their management. I do know they're under American ownership. Maybe that's the Liberty Stadium, I don't know. 
they have ambitions to go to the Premier League, sitting fifth in the table, as, uh, as I checked this morning. Lions 15th. I believe, from memory, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that coming into today's game, Swansea have 29 points. Lions 15th position, 21. So, um, we haven't won away since the Battle of Trafalgar. Apart from one victory at Birmingham about eight months ago, apparently. It's coming to going so long, I can't remember that. Ben Thompson scoring that night. Otherwise, it's a, a Kalahari desert of results to the Lions on the road. So one would expect the Lions to be in defensive mode against a, a Swansea team that's going to come at us. Whether that will we um, give a happy ending to this story, I don't know. That's, that's the, uh, the joy of football, I suppose, but we wait to see. Lions will be attacking, I, I guess it's the home end, we're in the away end. It's, I believe it's the north stand of this stadium. I believe the Welsh national team will play one or two fixtures here, but it's um, it's an okay stadium. Shares with the, the Ospreys Rugby Union Club, you can see the, the faint outlines of a rugby union pitch. I don't follow rugby union, do you, dear listener? I don't. But you can still see the uh, the 22 metre line running across uh, just outside the, the uh, Millwall defence. The, uh, the D of the Millwall defence. So it's going to be Mill to kick us off. And away we go. <coughs> Early run for Jed on the right as, as we look far, far away. I need a telescope. There's a ball into the box. That's, it's going to be hoof clear. First attack from Millwall inside the first 15 seconds. Swansea, of course, have a reputation for playing the, uh, the beautiful passing game, beloved of Barcelona, the Dutch. Doing a bit of that at the moment. Both sets of fans getting each other's faces. So here come Swansea on the first attack. They're coming out wide. Right into the mill box. That's across the face of the goal. Wide. Yes, that is a drum you can hear, dear listener. The away fans guy do warn you that you can expect passionate support here at Swansea, which must be that drum, I guess. A little uh, rendition of um, Swing Low Sweet Chariot from the big rugby fans of the Mill support. Wales did, of course, qualify for the uh, Euro 2020 earlier on this week. Tom Bradshaw speaking to News at Den, expressing a, a hope, interest, whatever you want to call it, in being in uh, Ryan Giggs's national team squad for said tournament, which is going to be played all over Europe next uh, next summertime. I've been giving you the line. So Bielkowski's in goal. We've got Marlon, Hutchinson, Pierce, Cooper across the back line. In front of them, Williams and, and Ben Thompson. Murray Wallace on the left. Jed Wallace and, and John Daddy up front. With Connor Mahoney. Well, it's not the greatest team run, run down, is it, in the world? Apologies, dear listeners, I've done no prep. Driven like the devil himself to get here. Live online hoo-ha about Neil Harris, but appointed to the Cardiff job earlier on this week. Worrying about what he's saying, what he's, who's going to come and nick in the uh, 
January transfer window, and I would worry more about what's in front of us, personally. It's a bit like, um, a bit like your ex. Everyone's going on about who she's going out with now, and has she upgraded on you? It's, all, it's, it's an insecurity complex, in my opinion, so don't do it. Don't do it. Leave Lil Naris alone. I'll tell you what, some nice passing movement going on there for Millwall. What's become of us? Since Neil Harris left us. Oh no, I'm doing it myself now. Mahoney on the left, he's got Wallace overlapping. Can he get a ball in? He can get a ball in. That's near post. That's gone for a corner. Left side of corner. 16 minutes, Millwall. Neither side really threatening much so far. This is the first chance to get the ball into the middle, and it comes. Headed away by the, uh, the white shirts. 21 minutes, it's been a 50-50 really, neither side really doing much to impress at this point, halfway through the first half. Swansea probably looking like the more uh, elegant side, the Lions have looked like they want to get the ball forwards equally. There's a poor pass, just as a praise them for their elegance, dear listeners. Little throwing. It's been a quiet game, i.e. boring, so far. Not huge amounts to report on. There's a chip down, I don't want to overtempt Lady Fate here, this is uh, the 17 from the from the left as we look. Cross-headed away by the bottom middle defence. Back to Swansea, they're in control. That's overhit, and then Marlon Romeo will bring away. Jake Cooper for possession for 18 minutes, it gives Swansea a chance to break down there right there left as we look, that's straight into Bill Cossie, great stop at the near post there. And Lions retain possession somehow. Marlon brings away. On the little run the middle, he gets challenged. Lions keep the ball going. Chance is going to break. One box to the other, Jed on the right side. This is now Mahoney. Shot blocks. Bounces up, loot up high. Wallace is in the mix, it's gone for a corner. Left side. Lions go from one end to the other there. Nice break out of defence. Mahoney probably could have done better. As is left-sided corner, 33 minutes coming up. So in it comes, left-sided corner, deep, 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 towards Cooper's head, it's... runs over towards uh, Williams, but it will be cleared by the Swansea defence. Nice passing by Millwall, finds Jed Wallace on the right, 36 minutes now. Trying to jink past two defenders, this is, this is Mahoney on the right side. Cuts some twists and turns into the box. That's near post shot. Shot from distance from Jed Wallace over the bar. Nice dribbling. Unlucky with a shot there. It's a bit of a snapshot in the end after some nice work to get into the box by Colin Mahoney on the right. Well, Swansea do come into today's game with not, not brilliant home form. I think I read they'd lost their last three or five here at the uh, Liberty. It's 37 and a half minutes. Lions certainly holding their own and pressing forwards now. Nice little run in from the wing there, Ben Thompson across the face of the penalty area, no one there, no one there. Swansea coming forward in the last few seconds of the first half. They've run into a, pretty much a yellow wall as um, the, uh, the 22 goes with diving, referee saw it and gives nothing. There's half time, in what has in truth been a fairly... Um, Dull half of football in many respects. I suppose if I was to put a positive spin on it, I would say that's a very professional performance by the defensive performance by the Lions. Not much danger going forwards, but certainly we've contained Swansea to one or two very tentative shots with no great danger. So at the break, it's Swansea nil, Millwall nil.
You're listening to Achtung Millwall. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, Swansea are out for the second half, dear listeners. Um, I thought that was a reasonably solid defensive display on the lines in the first half. Just watching the big screen inside the stadium here. Uh, they showed the highlights of the first half. We had a, a good couple of efforts on target there. The Swansea goalkeeper in his uh, Cerise outfit making a couple of decent saves during the course of those. And overall, I would say it's fairly um, evenly balanced. Mill very much did set up in a defensive mode and we had press forwards on occasion, so clearly. So I'd say it was a professional um, containment job and Swansea in the first half. We've got to do the same in the second half. Here come the Lions for the second half. We'll be attacking towards the away fans in the uh, second period. Now it does, of course, come to us with a reputation for defensive football in inverted commas I suppose we've seen that so far but uh, I keep coming back to the disparity in the league positions between the two teams and I say that's not a bad setup for the first half and uh, nil-nil at the half time um, clearly the game's still in the balance so there's a lot of work still to be done for the second half so Swansea going to be kicking off attacking their, their home fans such as that's any advantage um, and the mill will be coming uh, us in the away end the away we go Incessant beat of the drums in the stadium. Swansea, I remember, were one of the few teams to bring an away support that actually tried to stand on the Coldblow Lane end in the uh, in the 70s. Didn't happen very often. 
but um, they, they were suitably um, welcomed. But fair play to them, they did at least bring uh, lunatics prepared to stand there, briefly. Yeah, they come down the right, pulled in from the right side, that's into um, you know, Pierce at the near post. This is the, uh, the, the 22 on the left as we look. The 11 on his penalty, great tackle, great tackle. Swansea crowd howling for a penalty, that looked good from where uh, my end, telescope length away, but it looked a good tackle. Ticking towards 47, early, early pressure from Swansea to start the second half off. So left-sided corner, floated into the near post, that's headed clear. The eight from distance shoots over. Must have been deflected over, it's a right-sided corner in actual fact. Just watch that again on the screen. Must have taken a touch off a middle defender and floats over the uh, bar. So right-sided corner to follow, 48 minutes. Taken short, this is the... Uh, Caught home ball there, there's a bit 20, tried to um, put the ball in, Mill do bring away. Oh, uh, Marlon touched it with his hand, but not. So early, all the early pressure coming from Swansea at the start of the second half. This is Jed Wallace on one of his mazy runs, he's trying to find Marlon on a run forwards. It's uh, dealt with quite well by the Swansea defence, back to the goalkeeper, almost into the oncoming John Daddy there. The Lions keep possession, Marlon Romeo on the right now. Comes to his 50th minute. Trying to work a 1-2 with Jay, but that runs into trouble. Swansea bring away. This is the 24 goals, a great stop by Bielkowski, the 20, I think it was the 20. And just on the edge of the D, it looked like from this distance, shot, um, side foot shot. Bielkowski got down low to stop it. Crucial save there, 53 minutes. After the early pressure, the Lions are now starting to come into the second half. 54 minutes. Murray does a nice take and turn. He's got Jed in front of goal. His shot is deflected. This is now Marlon on the, on the right side of the Swansea penalty. Ball into the middle. There's John, uh, that's Murray rather. Taken turn by John Daddy over the bar. Really nice take and turn, but couldn't quite catch it. Right, 54 minutes. Lions starting to improve, second half. Poor passing by Swansea, allows John Daddy now to run a goal, he's been clipped, free kick from Millwall, fairly century, he's trying to find Jed on the, uh, on the right, overlapping, got his ankle clipped from behind, it's going to be a free kick from the Lions. Good about three or four yards short of the Some gesturing going on, as you can appreciate. Offerings outside. Always quiet when I arrive. It's going to be Jed Wallace standing over it. There we go, Jed takes it. Sean Target is uh, taken on the line by the 27. Not enough power, looped. Over the, over the wall, but uh, Swansea bring away. Darkness begins to fall around the Liberty Stadium. It's a cool rather than cold day. The rain seems to have stopped at least. Oh, there's a break now. The 11's through on goal. It's a great stop by Barbell Goff with his legs. The 11 seemed to, uh, it broke for him in, in, inside the mill penalty area. Sean goal, stopped by Bielkowski's legs. Lions dodge a bullet there on 61 minutes. Eight trying to chip it forwards as they try and unpick the mill defence, failing again. Lions do bring away. John Daddy finds Marlon 
as we cross the half way. was a long ball forward trying to find Jed. Will it fall to his path? He's clapped on the inside the, uh, the B. I don't think that was a penalty. It's inside the B, that's for sure. The referee's got his yellow card out, 62 minutes. No penalty. Ball forwards, Jed and the uh, last defender chasing it down inside the D, not inside the penalty area. Defender clatters Jed. What's the referee going to give? You can hear what the Millwall fans want. I think he's going to give him a yellow. He's had the yellow card out. Wasn't quite a clear cut. Goal scoring chance, arguably. Yellow cards. Yellow cards. I've seen those given, as they say, Dennis. As it is, it's a Millwall free kick in a very dangerous position. Central, inside the D. Ticking towards 64 minutes now. The referee's giving it outside the D, which is incorrect. It was actually inside the D. With about a yard back from where it should be. Looks like it's going to be a Jed shot. The wall looking very tentative in front of what they believe will be a power shot on goal. It's actually bang on the rugby 22 metre line. Just right of centre, here comes Jed. It's... Much joy, deep joy all around us. Very nicely taken free kick into that. In the mink, still got mayhem. Bodies flying everywhere. It's like a mosh pit up here, dear listeners. A minimal mosh pit. Very nicely flight free kick, um, just right off centre as I was looking. Floating into the top left hand corner. I don't know how I pulled it in the inside. Halfway through the second half in amongst all that. It's a tense period now coming up, last uh, 11 minutes or so. Swansea pressing forwards. Possession, nothing, nothing cutting edge. Marlon on the right. Pulled in towards Matt Smith, headed back. Bradshaw goes down under attention, no penalty given. This is now Jed on the run. This is Eunice Gallic, he takes and he turns. Goalkeeper did well there, now falls to Marlon. All blasted in, over the bar, it's a corner. Lawrence turning on the pressure, late, late, late. Ball through the middle there. Oh, wow, the nine bit of wire. Great, great chance. It ran, it's trickled through to the nine. Sort of side, outside of his boot, over the bar. Big chance wasted there by Swansea. 87 minutes nearly. Little moment there's a shot from the edge of the pillage, looping over the bar. On the right side. About two minutes for the Lions to see this through. And stay focused. The eight clips it forwards, that's headed clear. Ben Thompson takes, and who forwards? All the way back to the goalkeeper. Yeah! 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 Yeah!
Back to South Bermondsey. Swansea City nil, nil one. At Tongue Millwall is the number one Millwall podcast. Accept no substitute. Big welcome back onto the show for a regular voice, Ryan Loftus. Welcome back, Ryan. Hi, Nick. Uh, how are you? Well, I'm, I'm broadcasting from the bathroom of a Hotel Ibis in, in Swansea. This is the kind of romantic weekend I give my wife. Lovely. Newell versus Swansea. Many worse places <laughs> to spend a Saturday night, I think. So I apologise to the listeners for any echo. It, it is actually a bathroom. I am actually in the bathroom. So Mrs Hart is watching Strictly Come Dancing in the other room. So I thought we'd, uh, we didn't want any back, you know, back re- uh, recording from there. Um what a game. Are you, well done for catching a stream of it, first of all, right? It wasn't on I follow regular service, but you managed to get out of a Russian service of some sort. Yes, uh, the, 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 the Kremlin's finest, uh, <laughs> Carl, Carl Bates, or whoever it was on the I follow stream, echoing underneath the commentary of uh, the Russian commentator. <laughs> Carl Batesky from Moscow broadcasting yeah. the, the glamour game of the day. Yeah, I wonder if he gets double pay for it uh, being broadcast <laughs> over there. <laughs> Let's hope he does. Let's hope he does. Um, <laughs> eye-opening team choice today. I thought when I, when I saw the team news before, you know, when I arrived at the Liberty Stadium, I must admit, I think eyebrows were, were raised was probably the best way I can put it. It was a it was a defensive lineup with the introduction of Alex Pierce in in that three-man central defence: Cooper, Pierce, and Hutchinson. Yeah, but, well, I thought I thought it was. Uh, I saw it again on online. It was a bit. People, some people question it. Some people are happy. It's there was comment. There was comment out there. Yeah, there. definitely. I thought. I thought. You know, it's people have been under Harris and before, obviously before Rowett's come in. People were critical of Harris's reluctance to change his shape and change his tactics. And you know, you you, you when uh, Rowett then does make a change, some people aren't happy with that. I thought. I thought it looked last week, or not last week, but the the last away game against Reading. It look, I thought we were looking like we were trying to play a back five with Murray Wallace as one of the centre-backs. Yeah. And that kind of, we lost our shape all over. People didn't really look like we knew what we were doing. It was no, well, the second no. time we tried a back five other than under Harris with QPR at home. And this time, I think he brought Pierce in just to, everyone knew what their job was. The structure was good as gold. He saw, said in the comments after Rowett that they'd been obviously working during the international break on the shape, which is obviously something you could tell yeah. and yeah. it was something they needed because it's not a shape that they're used to. But I think with Pierce Hutchinson and Cooper at the back, like that's a really good choice of three centre-backs to have. And they performed really, really well today. I thought they looked you very, know. very solid. I mean, obviously the, the, the piano on our back was this, um, we haven't won since, you know, Birmingham eight months ago and, you know, the, the lack of a waveform on Saturday afternoon fixtures. Yeah. And that was well and truly banished to that. I mean, I, I I thought the first half was fairly even, but you know, I'm just looking at the statistics here. It was 68% to to Swansea. It's that, it was that classic lows of possession for the, the passing team, but with no real cutting edge. A couple of tepid shots on target in the first half from Swansea, 
and I mean, it, I was behind the goal, so you probably got a more balanced view from the from the TV. But um, we, we actually had a few few shots, a few opportunities on on, on target in that first half, which I didn't yeah. appreciate till I saw the the, the halftime highlights reel. Yeah, that's the it's true. So I think the I think off the the back of the first half, I thought nil nil was fair. I thought Millwall probably just edged it in terms of quality of chances. I think what what you're saying before about you know like going into this game with this big monkey on our back of uh, yeah, yeah. not with the win. I was a bit concerned after, because Reading, Reading away, obviously, the first half was really poor performance. Turned it around a bit in the second half, but obviously it was too little too late. And I, I had slight concern coming into this one that, you know, a, a, a loss even, or maybe even a draw, wouldn't be yeah. enough for Rowett. For, for, it, might, it might mount pressure on him quite early, which I thought would have been a bit harsh, you know, considering... Swansea are a decent side. Okay, they've won. I think one home game in the last five, the last six now. Yeah. And so, yeah. so it was. It was a possible, but you know, they're up the top of the table in the playoffs. It's not. I think most of the time, if you go to a team like that, playing as they are, and you don't get the result, it's not the end of the world. But I think the fact that we haven't won, people are just so, or haven't won, people were so keen to get that win. And half the first half was really good. I thought it was much. Um, it was it was really much about coming in with a clean sheet at the break. I think yeah. Mahoney had a good couple chances that potentially could have scored, but Reading, uh, Reading, uh, Swansea, Swansea did, yeah. did defend yeah. quite well. Um, but yeah, I think we probably edged that half, and then the second half just again it was a really I don't know really what much to say about there wasn't a load of action, but no. really as a, as an away performance we really did the job of shutting down. Swansea creating chances, shutting down Byers, Grimes and Selina, getting on the ball and creating problems. We defended really suddenly, attacked well on the break and obviously got a little bit of magic again from Jed Wallace to get the yeah, goal to win it. Beautiful strike. It was a long ball out from defence, all over the top basically. She was chasing down and um, mm. clattered, I thought, was inside the D of the, of the penalty. The referee put it couple of yards back, which may have may have helped him in a, yeah. in, a in a strange way, give him a little bit more room to, to play mm. with. Um, beautiful strike, beautiful free kick. I've just looked at it on on Twitter. Um, just found a couple of um, you know people have posted uh, videos of it, and it's it's a it, it was one of those strikes, Ryan, that we haven't had at the den for a long time. We haven't actually had anyone that can hit that kind of free kick. No, and, yeah, I, I thought that exactly myself. There was one, I don't know, maybe ten or so minutes before. A bit further out where yeah, was hit, yeah, and yeah. but as he was lining up, I thought to myself, "We never, ever, ever score free kicks. This is going to no. go sailing over the bar." And he got it on target. It wasn't the best free kick, but the distance didn't help. He got it on target. So when the second one then came around, I was a bit, I wasn't expecting it to go in, but I was like, you know, he's had his sighter, and uh, like you say, we don't get many goals like that. And uh, no, we don't. It, um, I think it shows his confidence and how he's been playing lately. That I think Jed Wallace, you know. Last season wouldn't have done that, but no, okay. Jed Wallace this season is a, is a different player at the moment. Confidence throughout the team, really. I mean, I thought that I mean players actually earmarked Murray Wallace for my worst player of the game in the, at the start of the game, and then gradually he strengthened and did what Murray Wallace does best, which is a, a fairly honest performance. Mm. Um, made a couple of errors early on, but he, he played through it and he improved over the course of the game. Like I wouldn't. You know, knock him at the end of the game, and I think that kind of confidence is flowing increasingly through the team because that was a really solid defensive show today. And 
it's another phrase I've not used for a long time about a mill team. We, we, we've clung on at times, but we've not looked like we were controlling a game in the, to the extent that we did today. And I think these are really hopeful signs for the club. Yeah, I thought I thought if we if if we'd have come out of this game with the draw, performing like we did, I would have been really happy because I think we saw that in passages. Okay, Swansea obviously the, the possession stats showed that Swansea controlled the, like not even controlled the game, but had a lot more of the ball. But especially with the last ten minutes, you know that's going to happen. Yeah, but I think exactly. in times in the game we controlled it and we had uh, we had good passages, ten or fifteen minute passages where. We looked more likely to score. We were keeping hold of the ball well. And bearing in mind, we didn't have, obviously, Malumbi, who over the last few weeks has been the player been the making that tick over. We, yeah. were lacking, we were lacking that player today in the midfield who can just kind of recycle the ball and keep attacks live. I thought we struggled a little bit creatively with that. But to a man, 1-11, to 11, I think everyone put in a good shift that we were solid at the back the whole time. The, the, the way we set up with the, the narrow front three and the tight, midfield two just stopped Byers and Grimes getting on the ball and then that stopped progressing onto Chilino which was it just worked really well and they were so disciplined and so regimented in it and it was that's how you're going to have to play away from home especially when you've got our record and we need to change it around really rather than making the jump from winning all of our away games or trying to look into winnable you've got to make that change of stop losing them be a difficult to beat team yeah be a difficult to beat team and get a goal I think you've got again you've got to remember that Leonard's out the side, Malumbi's out the side, and with those players coming back in, maybe we can then look to maybe assert ourselves a bit more on games. But the performance we had, that I would be more than happy if Millwall played like that, you know, nine times out of ten on the road and got a draw or maybe nicked a result. What I did think was different as well with, uh, I remember Derby last season, I think it was our last away win before the Birmingham one last season. We won 1-0 and it was very much a smash and grab that, Gregory got the goal and we just defended our hearts out in our own half for 90 minutes. And this wasn't that game. No, it the wasn't. The last 10 no, minutes, no, obviously, no. we defended and Baston went really close right at the end. But at no point, really, other than that last 10 minutes when, you know, they're knocking balls into the box, it wasn't a smash and grab. We were very, you know, we, we deserved at least the draw and could argue we deserved the win. And it was a good, mature away performance that, kind of backs up our good performances at home. You know, the sort of mill performance we're seeing at home, the sort of performance that you'd expect we'll to see on away. The road. Yeah. I'm exactly. just reading um, just reading Gary Round's post-match comments as you're, as you're speaking. And he refers to working on a formation for away from home to, to deal with this, um, you know, this, 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 this thing, this, this, this mill can't win away thing. Yeah. Um, and it, 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 I think, he's, I mean, he's hit the nail on the head, not just from a football or tactical perspective, but from a psychological perspective, because it becomes, as you say, it becomes a monkey on your back at a certain point. You can't win away because you can't win away. And and so it goes. And I thought we really broke that today. Um, I'm also looking at the statistics. I mean, the, the, some will point to possession, 68% to, to Swansea and, and 32 to Mill, and certainly standing in the stadium. It felt at times that you know, they were doing this kind of endless passing the ball back and forth across the, the middle part of the field. But then uh, you've also got to look at the, the shots, um, Ryan. I mean, 10 shots off, off of those for Swansea, off that 68% possession, whereas Mill got 13 shots off their 32. Yeah. Four, sh- four shots on target for them. And we've out, we've out, we've out shot them in a sense, five shots on target yeah, I think, for Millwall. For I think there was possession. two saves this week that Bart pulled off that 
he deserves credit for. There was the one in the in the first half. I think it was IU had the shot, and yeah. the second player ran across and he he parried it out, and we actually Romeo carried it out, and that led to uh, the Mahoney chance that was blocked. Um, and then the second one in the second half where Chalina had a shot and he saved it with his right foot, and that at first I was like, yeah, good save, and I saw the highlight and I thought that was a really good save. That at a key point, I don't think we were one nil up at that point, and no, it was a really no, big save. Nil but, nil, yeah, yeah, yeah. But great. you know, we weren't relying on him to pull out wonder saves he made most of the others were standard saves you know yeah. edge of the box straight at him the sort of ones that Jordan Archer still has nightmares about but <laughs> the uh it was ones you'd expect a good keeper to save and the ones that we had were a lot more dangerous Scalak probably should have scored at the end when he cut back inside he yes. definitely should have had a penalty yeah. Yeah. at 1-0 when yeah. he was pulled over and yeah. I thought that would have been harsh actually after that when he was fouled. It was 1-0, five minutes to go, and he gets he gets pulled down in the box and he gets waved away. And I thought, if we go on to draw this game because of that decision, you know, that would have been a bit of pill to swallow. But we held out and managed to get the three points. It was unusual. I mean, generally in the last 10 minutes of a Millwall game, especially when we're leading, I mean, I'm, I'm still haunted by, by Brentford. Um, you don't expect to win. Right? And today I didn't have any that same edge of the seat kind of... Um, you know, the t- tense kind of feeling now. Yeah. We, w- we were controlling it. And by the end, Swansea were the passing team, the Dutch passing masters and all that. They mm. were reduced to long balls and hit hope, which, yeah, you know, definitely. Um, definitely. It's, it's quite a tribute to our performance. And now midweek, we've got another, uh, you know, we were back, uh, back in action again on Tuesday night. It's uh, home to Wigan, just looking at them in 20th position. Um, mm. We're now 10th, 24 points. Um, yeah. That's a game we've got to expect to win. We've got to we get a, a win out of that, and you know the the old Christmas looking at the top the top part of the table comes into play, doesn't it? Yeah, it helps with the uh, you know the league being so tight. I saw just before just before you called, I uh, was having a look on Twitter, and there was some a Charlton fan last week talking um, having an argument with a Millwall fan about league position, telling uh, telling him to wind his neck in, and uh, <laughs> I think someone's replied to him today, being like. <laughs> What was it you were saying about league position? You know, it changes. Two weeks in the championship is a long time, or two games in the championship. You know, Couple of games. can swing I mean, a lot. You know, a few Wigan weeks Tuesday. ago we might have been. Yeah, yeah. Wigan Tuesday is, next week. Um, big six points this day. It could be. Yeah, I think Birmingham again. The away form, you can't take it. I don't think if we go into Birmingham away next Saturday and get a draw, you can't be throwing your toys out the pram that we didn't win. You know. You no, still no, got to no, no. aim for the well, not aim for the draw away, but be happy with a draw away. Wigan is a winner, but it's the sort of game that oh, Mill. I never feel confident that Mill will win, but <laughs> we should be winning that game. You know, it's and Tuesday be, night at a day, and that's, that's that's a certain thing. Isn't yeah, it? I think if we you, comfy. if we do beat Wigan, that's four wins from five from from Rowett yeah. in his first five games, and that's you know that's it's a it's a really good start for him. It's. It's we had one loss and it was a half a bad performance and half an improved performance. But you can see where he's improving the team already, and you know they're getting. I thought I thought yesterday or today even what you're saying is about you know about the last ten minutes where you're nervous about holding on. Yeah. I think yeah. we didn't. There wasn't. We didn't have any luck today. There wasn't anything lucky about it. Like I was saying, we didn't rely on Bart to make big saves. We didn't get any rubber the green. We didn't get any decisions going our way, sort of thing. It was a game that we saw out comfortably and played well throughout. And that that is encouraging itself. Normally, you know, if you're on a bad run like we were away from home, 
you're thinking, let's just get a rubber green, get a, a dodgy penalty, get a, get a fluky goal, and then we hold on. We didn't do that today, and we got the win anyway, which I think that is the amount of positives you can take from the performance are is a long list of them. It's long, I mean, certainly there was, there was great travelling support there today. Um, mm. I, I don't know how many were down there. I read in the week 400 tickets have been sold. Yeah, I think it was about 450 I, I saw. 450. Um, I, I, I thought it would be more than the 400 that I saw, but um, that's a pretty good travelling support on a very dull, dingy day in South Wales. It was not easy conditions to to drive in and, you know, nevertheless, that was a good turnout by the Mill support. Mm. Um, and here's hoping for Tuesday and then next Saturday, big six, big six points, a big week in front of us as we as we approach the, um, the hectic Christmas schedule, which is only a month away now. Um, I don't know about you, Ryan, I'm starting to think that there's, um, there's a bit of hope in the season yet. I think we're on course, working yeah. progress, but going the right way. Yeah, definitely. I think we are... Under Rowett so far, we look like we're improving. We, the the players have more more of a, I don't know, more of a an idea about how to play around them, a bit more confidence in the side. Like with Wallace, obviously mentioned earlier, his confidence is is on the rise every game. So that will keep happening. You know, you can't underestimate the fact this is a, a clean sheet on the road, not just a win. You know, if you can keep the home form up as where it is and where it yeah. has continued to be. You know, the confidence is only going to improve. And we know with, obviously, with any team, confidence is important. But with Millwall, it's almost everything, you know, if we get on a bit of a run. And like you say, coming up to Christmas, we don't normally get it this early in the season, but we have a good opportunity to... We'll pick up points. Yes, pick up points and to be around the top, around, not the top, not the playoffs necessarily, but top half of the division. If we're in the top half of the championship on Christmas Day, there won't be a Millwall fan who... Wouldn't be happy with that, I don't think. Millwall mania will take hold, mate. Millwall mania, very, very specific <laughs> kind of psychological condition. We all know. <laughs> yeah, I know people should be worried. <laughs> That's fantastic. One, one big one. signing away in January for going <laughs> mental. <laughs> fantastic stuff from Ryan. Well done for catching the stream today and um, coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank Not you, Tommy. Saturday night, mate. That's fantastic. Speak take care. Again very soon, I hope. Take Speak care. Speak to you soon. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Achtung, Millwall. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.